everybody, welcome back to the Los Amigas Project. This is your amiga Cynthia. And this is your amiga Millie. Welcome back to another episode of the Los Amigas Podcast. This is, is it? This is officially our first November, wait, we're already in November. I was yes. like, yes, this is officially our first November episode. It's I been know. a month since we started the podcast. It's been a whole month and it seems like longer like we it have done before. But I'm excited for a new month and, you know, the month that we did have of experience, like how we can improve, you know, yeah, what I think we it can was, change. It was fun. And we definitely, even in the, how many episodes have uh, we, this will be episode six. Yeah, this will be our sixth episode. I feel even from our first episode that we've grown and kind of learned from our mistakes. Yeah. So I can't keep, wait to keep growing. And yes. just like, there's so many things that we want to talk about with you guys and share and yeah, yeah. we'll just continue, you know. Um, being open to ideas if there's any topics that you guys want us to talk about this month it's November it's the month of being grateful it's the month of like you know we're getting to the end of the year so there's gonna be a lot more uh, of topics that we can talk about yeah. regarding the holidays and traditions and things like that yeah. so I'm excited to see Me what too. what we come up with I'm so excited how's your how's your week been going it's been good I took me a couple of days to recover from your party dude that was crazy <laughs> that was definitely wilder than I thought oh was my so god funny. Well, you know what when you get liquor Halloween costumes like, a little bit of, and only girls and like, only girls yeah girl I was so I mean if you guys follow me on my um Instagram you know that I you would have grabbed like I was I went back when I good thing I woke up early you know because I Woke yeah. up early enough to like delete, 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 delete. delete, delete. delete. I was like, what the hell was I just like documenting the whole thing? Dude, it was so funny. Like at one point, <laughs> I look around, even the next day when I'm looking back at the videos, I'm like, when did this become a strip club? Like oh we were going wild, God. dude. It was so funny. It was a lot of fun. It was. We actually didn't take that many pictures, like, um, because we were having so, so much, much fun. fun. We were recording because we were doing dumb shit. Yeah, like, and the thing we, is, yeah. you guys were like, the, this is how I felt recording because I felt like you guys were like the performers. Yeah, you know, like we had so many performances and dancing, and me because I don't dance or sing. Well, I did dance later on the night. <laughs> you did but, dance. Um, I was with my phone the entire time recording, and then I looked and I had like different angles. I was thinking, yeah, was thinking you were like. Oh, work it, girl. It was so funny. It was, but it was such a fun party. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, like that's what I was thinking. Like I was like, we need to make it a tradition. Like, annual. Actually, like, need to make it a Halloween party. Cynthia's annual Halloween birthday party or something because it was so much fun. And of course, it was COVID friendly, so it was just a small group of us. Yeah. But it was still like so much fun. It so was. It was also I, I before everyone was crazy lit. I did a little scavenger hunt, and I think everybody liked it. I was uh, happy that everybody liked it. I just had everyone yeah. like running around my floor looking for words and yeah. taking pictures. I loved it. I thought that was a way to kind of break the ice with the girls that we weren't, you know. Yeah, because I had like friends from like different girlfriends. Girlfriends. And they made us be a little bit competitive and it just kind of broke the ice. So it was a perfect way to start the crazy night. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. (laughs) And also, but it kind of sucked because you know how that night was daylight savings? Oh, yeah. So I feel like... all week since Sunday, I've been feeling like kind of out of it, yeah. kind of weird. Like I get tired earlier. Like by eight, I'm like I'm ready for bed, and normally I'll go to bed at like ten thirty. Yeah, and I'm just like, and it's dark outside, and it's just sad. And like I fall is my favorite, and winter I like because of the snow, but 
just the it definitely takes some sad. time yeah. to like get used to it um and not to mention this big, big week with the whole like elections going yeah. on it's it kind a of lot of emotions and like stress and anxiety mood. and like so many things going on but uh we started the week off right or ended the weekend yeah off we did. right with the party so that was fun that was so much fun yeah and speaking of you yeah. know elections and all that uh, stuff that's going on this week. Let's go into the Chancos and Aplauso of the week. Let's yes. talk about the Aplauso first because it's a really positive thing. Yeah. Like Millie mentioned, we are in election week. Today is actually the last day of voting. When we're recording this, today is November 3rd. And, you know, it's been, I don't know, I've been trying to keep up on uh, my phone and yeah. the news and everything, but it is a lot. Like you said, you know how it's people said it might get kind of crazy and yeah. everything, but we made sure to vote early. Well, I can't vote, but my, my my boyfriend made sure to vote early so that we wouldn't be out, you know, when, if things got bad. But the applause of the week goes to the fact that um, over... 99 million or billion 99 billion americans voted early in this election which that i believe um that already is historic yeah that um is about i'm gonna say like 75 percent of the total voters from the 2016 election which is crazy so i can't imagine how many it's going to be in the end like it's we're going to surpass the amount of yeah. voters which makes me so happy and part of that is i believe eight point over eight, over eight million Latinos yeah. make up that amount of voters, which is awesome that we are showing up, up at the polls, using our voice. Like, yeah. it just makes me so happy, especially me that I, can you vote? I no. can't remember. Yeah. No. So we both can vote. So it just makes us so happy that you guys that can yeah. are out there showing yeah. up. And yeah, especially all of, you know, our families, how you're saying your boyfriend voted. Um, my partner also did, and I was like on him because he obviously knew he he was definitely going to vote, but we know men can be forgetful. And yeah. I was like, have you voted? Where's your vote? Yeah. You know, like yeah. be on him because it's so important for our families and friends that are able and have that right to vote to make sure that they're exercising it because if, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't vote, then you have no reason to complain. And that's how I see it. Yeah, it was like this thing I saw on Facebook. I can't remember on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something like speak now or wait another four years. Like, I'm still shocked. I remember watching the last election and just... Everything, so it, it was just so I am really hopeful for this election. I am keeping positive. I'm like believing in everyone and hopefully it's the outcome that we want. But we'll see. You yeah, know, we'll, see what happens. we'll see what happens. And, you know, if it is or isn't, I hope that people um, still remain calm and they still kind, kind to, each, to other. each other. Yeah. And nothing that we've been hearing on the news of the negative um, outcomes is true and i hope we all just remain calm and collected yes well you know even with everything going on with the elections which is a lot this week yeah um we can't forget about something super important that is going on right now and that's who the chanclazo goes for is the rising number of COVID cases um we have a lot going on in our country right now but we can't forget that we're in the middle of a pandemic um, so we have to still, you know, wear a mask, wash our hands, do our part, try to become 
be socially distanced because the cases are getting scary out there. Yeah, I think I even read a statistic today on election day that said something like um, every second an American is contracting COVID. And even here, you know, in Colorado where we rose, I think it was last week, yeah. where the um, mayor rose the uh, safer at home level to like level two or three, where yeah. some things are closing back up, there's a curfew, like it's, I mean, I've it's been seeing a lot of science, more yeah, science yes, too. about being, you know, keeping the uh, social distance and wearing your mask and everything. And it's so easy to forget. It's even, I know we're in the middle of it, but it's easy to forget that we are because it's been so long. Yeah. And it's become the new norm. Yeah. And it's, of course, we're still being like wearing our masks and things like that. But just because we're getting like back into like the holidays, yeah. like the Halloween just passed. So that's like yeah. uh, something that you usually get together with people. Thanksgiving is around the corner, you know, all it's of those It's easy to forget that like, you're like, oh, you know, I'm still going to have people over. Even when we were talking about my birthday party, um, you know, I made sure that it was just like the five or six girls that I felt comfortable with that I knew that they would say, hey, I don't feel sick, you know, I don't yeah. feel um, healthy or anything and not say, but yeah, let's not forget because cases are rising. Um, and we and, don't want to get more chanclazos on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. And let's just, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's not be out in public uh, places or like where a lot of people gather if we don't need to. You yeah. Know? The longer, you know, if we don't all do that collectively as a country or as humans, it's, it's going to take end. longer. Yeah, it's, it's going to take way end. longer. And all of this that we are doing is just not, it's going to be for nothing. Yeah. So we just need to make sure that we're, especially now with winter and all of that, we got to make sure that we are abiding by the COVID rules. All right. So how about we get go ahead and get into this week's episode, which is Y la boda va cuando. Um, we're going to be talking about marriage, about uh, a woman's like place in society and like what our culture looks at it like, what the American and the Mexican culture looks at it like, just everything revolving around marriage and how society views it, how the different cultures yeah. view it. Um, I feel like in the Mexican culture, in the Latino culture, um, women were always viewed as like their role was to get married, have kids, become a housewife, like, you know, take care of the kids, do the house chores, like things like that, you know? Do you yeah. feel like it was the same? Yeah, I feel that it's been traditionally that is a woman's role. Yeah. Um, especially from, I would say, like, um, other countries like we can only really speak for ourselves because we're Mexican but I feel like what that's exactly why we wanted to do this episode because of cultural and societal pressures that women have and I'm sure it's not just us like specifically Mexican women I'm sure that you we all have that pressure at some point in our lives but definitely like you're saying Mexican culture a woman has a woman's place has always been more like in the you're going to be, you know, I, there's this really ignorant old saying saying a woman's place is in the kitchen. Yeah. And that's, that's kind how we of were viewed. Yeah. The, where that comes from, where women are supposed to, you know, get married at a certain age, not just oh, whenever yeah, they yes. feel like <laughs> it, you know, early 20s, even teens, I yeah. mean, even like 19, 20 yeah. years old, um, they get married at a certain age. You have to be married after you get married. Y la 
Y la boda para cuando, for the, you know, our amigas that don't speak Spanish, is when is the wedding? And that is something, especially with the holidays coming up. Dude, anytime you go to, uh, so for example, like me, like all my siblings are married. So there's five of us. My three brothers are married and my sister is married. And every time you go to a gathering, a family gathering or anything, they're like, ¿Y cuándo vas a casar? ¿Y la boda para cuándo? And oh, you're yeah. like, and then if you do get married, like right away they're like, ¿Y los hijos para cuándo? When are you going to have yeah. kids? Like all these things. No, like, when you're single, what is it? When are you going to settle down? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you're single, that's the number one question. When are you going to find someone? When are you going to settle down? You finally find someone and when's the wedding? And then you get married, and when are you having kids? Yeah. And then you have kids, and when are you having another one? Like, society and family, I feel like, bro, like... It's just too much. Like, it, there's it, boundaries. Like, come on. And now. the thing is, I feel like up until recently, like, up until my mom's generation, I feel like that's how I was viewed. Like, I mean, that's how they still view me. And I think... Um, we've been able to, I guess, um, move on a little bit from that, uh, because we live in the U.S. and I feel like here they've progressed from that a little faster than in the Latino culture because yeah. I feel like now it's a little bit more accepted and, uh, more well viewed. Not, I don't even know if well viewed, but more accepted that a woman, like, can be married later or can focus on her career or education or her job or her hobbies, like go travel, things like that. But, People still look at you like, what? You're, like, going to go travel the world or going to focus on your career instead of having kids? And, you know, and it's a lot. It, it is a lot. It's, I don't, it's not okay. You know, it's not okay yeah. for people to, one, have a say in how you live your life. And, two, like, there's so much more to life than kids. And I think, sorry, than marriage and kids. And I think also religion has a big thing in that. Like, not, you know, the, I think the Catholic uh, religion, which is the main religion in Mexico and a lot of Latino cultures, like my religion, Mormonism, like they're focused so much on like family and yeah. having kids. And it's just uh, like a lot of pressure on you. It is too much pressure. And it's not necessarily um, an updated point of view, because yeah. if you think about it in a way like pop overpopulation, you know, the, the times that we are all facing right now, is it necessarily the best idea to bring you know we're talking about marriage here but obviously the next step into a marriage is having children yeah. is it the best idea right now and to uh, me like when I think about it I don't know like me personally when I think about marriage I'm like when I am ready to get married is because I feel financially ready like I feel that I know who I am like you know before like my mom I think my mom got married when she was 20 when did your mom get married? She was 19. Yeah. She was getting, yeah, I think she was like 19, getting ready to be 20 or something. Yeah, like and she had her first baby like literally months after she got, pre I mean, married. And that to me, you know, they've seen them like, yes, now they're good. Now they're okay, like um, financially and just like the things that they've been able to give us. But when they started out, like it's a struggle. And I, that's just not what I want to go yeah. through, you know? No, it was definitely a struggle. It's, so much more, I feel like they were probably pressure. Yeah. Something they probably will never tell us. Yeah. Because, one, you it's also a taboo subject, you know, to speak about. Um, now it's more acceptable, but before it wasn't so acceptable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to get married. They're yeah. like, well, what is wrong with yeah. you? Or, you know, I don't want to have kids. Well, that is what a woman's supposed to do. They had this way of thinking that 
maybe at that time our moms felt like it was the right thing to do because of the pressure that they might have been feeling not yeah. necessarily because it was the right thing to do so i feel like nowadays i'm so glad that that is kind of a little more acceptable now and hopefully our future generations starting with us get married for the right reasons yeah get married for you know two people that are in love and want to build a life together yeah. because they're ready and because they're equally wanting to take this step not because they necessarily feel pressure from their yeah. family or their friends or sometimes even like self um pressure that you put on yourself because you're like oh i'm you know i have a couple of my girlfriends that you know we're getting you just turned well you're th turning 31 this yep. year i just turned 28 and when i i personally don't feel like that and i feel like you don't either which is really good because i feel like we're confident in who we are like yeah. we're not like oh we need someone else to validate that or to give us something that we're missing and i feel like a lot of women i have some of my girlfriends that feel like oh, I'm already 30, like, I'm going to be, if I don't get married now, like, yeah. I'm going to be single forever, or what are people going to think, like, I'm getting older, and I'm like, you're not, like, this is just the beginning of our life, yeah. you know, and it's so crazy to think now versus what we were saying before, before, like, 20, or even growing up, me, I would say, when I was younger, because of how my mom, you know, saw things and what she shared with us, like, I, I thought, especially because of my religion, like, in my religion, like, girls get married so young like a lot of girls what they literally go to college for like my school I went to BYU and my school is known for girls going there to just find a husband and that to me is so sad I went to get my education like become a girl yeah. you know and they literally go they'll meet a guy get married in three months just because like that's what it, they that's what they do you know and to me, when I was younger, because I was raised in the church, I was like, oh, like, I need to be married by, like, 22 and have my first kid by 25. And now that I'm 28, I'm like, I barely have, I'm getting my life together. You know, like, what would I be doing trying to get married at 22? Like, that's just too much. That is crazy. And that's exactly because of society and because of this timeline that yeah. sometimes we force yeah. mm -hmm. upon ourselves like I want to have a house by this time and I want to be married by this time and this and that well to be married you have to find that partner yeah. you know what I mean like or you have to buy the house you have to have the job you have to have this and that that sometimes we just put too much pressure on ourselves because we're hearing it from everywhere else or we're seeing our friends already getting married or having kids but that's doesn't necessarily tell you that that person is 100% happy. Yeah. It's more of like the image that we have of this perfect life that doesn't really exist because we should just be going with at our own time. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people um, feel like settled down mm -hmm. because they feel pressured and, they, and people are like, or even, you know, younger girls where they have this boyfriend from, like, high school and they've been dating for a while. So people start pressuring them, like, oh, when are you guys getting married? And maybe the girl is kind of like, oh, maybe this person is, you know, not for me or I want to, I've grown from that or whatever. And they just end up staying there because people are like, you guys need to get married. Yeah. You guys have been together for all these years. You know, my boyfriend and I have been together for, like, six years. And even though my parents don't like fully approve of my relationship because he's not Mormon, they're still kind of like, 
I go home and everyone's like, when are you getting married? Why aren't you married yet? Or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just enjoying my life, you know? Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's like makes you uncomfortable because uh, you don't know how to explain to them that times are different. And not even times are different. I'm a different person than they are, you know? Like some women don't even think about that or don't want that, you know? Like I feel like I personally was more focused on doing things that I wanted to do for me, like my career or my hobbies or things like that. And then if it happened, then it would happen, you know? Yeah. And then like family, kids, I mean, sorry, marriage, kids, um, anything like it's just not my first priority where my mom still sees it as that should be your first priority. Even though my mom like has worked her whole life, like has an education, whatever, I think she still thinks like, getting married and having a family is like should be a woman's first priority which is definitely super outdated in my opinion yeah i think it's outdated but it also comes from the values that i feel like our parents want to make sure that we have yeah you know what i mean like the family values mm -hmm. as we have mentioned in other episodes you and i are both so fortunate that both of our parents um are still married and i think that that's we really appreciate that and we grew up in a loving home so i feel like they want that for for us, us yeah you know and sometimes too um i could only speak for myself how sometimes how i'm 30 31 and how i see my parents getting older you know sometimes yeah. that too can sometimes put yourself give you that pressure and even anxiety or you know the feeling well maybe i should give my parents a grandchild you know they're yeah. not getting any younger or um my cousins already all have kids like who are my kids are going to play with they're yeah. not going to have <laughs> anyone to play with there's just so much um pressure into doing that but ultimately i feel like None of that should matter. It, you need to know it deep in your gut that that is the right step yeah. that you were that you're taking. Yeah, it's not to find self worth or to make your parents happy or to bring value into your life because ultimately your parents are not going to be there with you. You're going to be with that person or you're going to have children by that person and those kids are going to, that's going to be their dad, the person you chose. Yeah. That's like a huge responsibility. And, and I think now divorce is way more common and I think that's one of the things that people just rush into things and they just feel like, oh, I need to get married or I, you know, I need to do all these like we were talking like follow all these steps and it just doesn't work out because they didn't take the time because they just rushed into it because they just felt like they needed to do it and I feel like in our generation divorce is way more common than like in the generation of in our mm -hmm. in the generations prior to so us so much more common I yeah mean, we don't have uh statistics here but I'm sure that they surpass like the like something exaggerated yeah. where the yeah. divorce rates are so so common and not even just divorce rates. How many couples do we know that are so damn unhappy? Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. they're married, they have kids, whatever it is that society tells them that is the next steps to. And then they feel pressure to stay there because they're like, well, when you get married, you're supposed to stay there. You're not or I don't want to yeah. um, hear I'm with them because of the kids. Mm -hmm. Like that is also equally as bad as getting married for the wrong reasons and yeah. staying married for the wrong reasons yeah. so like no thank you parents like <laughs> thank you like that you want someone in my life you know they want to see you i think it's a good thing it's coming from a good place i think so yeah it's mm -hmm. definitely coming from a good place but they also need to get with the times can we know? just cancel the whole like because millennials were good at cancel culture yeah. <laughs> so can we just cancel like 
the parents and the tias and the friends, like, when are you getting married? When are you going to Also, I think it's rude. Not, I mean, not, I think it's rude, obviously, but not just rude. Like, you don't know what people are going through. Like, what if, you know, people are like, oye, pero cuando estás a casa? ¿Cuándo estás a casa? You don't know if that girl has been waiting and waiting for the boyfriend to propose and the boyfriend just won't propose and you're just like, you know, como se dice con la, o sea, sí, o sea, y you don't know what you're making them feel or if you're like, oye, ¿cuándo van a tener bebés? Y como mi abuela, like, she, my sister got married pretty young. She got married when she was 23, but she wanted to get married. Like, she did it because she wanted to and she's been married now for like five or six years. She's been trying to have baby for a long time and like especially my grandma which like my grandma on my side that I kind of don't like um she's always like she doesn't want to have babies she doesn't want to have kids she doesn't know that she's been trying and she can't that you is know? so rude like, exactly I'm just like don't say things if you don't know and it's hard like Mexicans are so mm, I'm not even say opinionated. Opinionated is the right word. Like focus on your life. Like qué te importa cuando me case o cuando tengo bebés. Like you know. Y lo que pasa es que también like no no saben eso que el cuerpo de la mujer es de ella. Yeah. They just need to like back off and yeah. not put their two cents. They could keep their two cents. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's really hard not to feel pressured because not only do you have the pressures of society and your family and everything, nowadays we have the pressures of social media. Like, you go on Instagram and a lot of what you see on there is, like, all these people having these perfect lives, you know? Like, um, people having, getting married with this dream weddings and, like, the beautiful uh, bride and, like, the handsome groom and then they go travel the world and, like they do all these things and you it's hard not to feel like you want that too exactly you know and it's hard not to say to just be like oh i'm gonna like look for something so that i can have that too when it's never gonna go that way you know this is exactly millennial podcasting like this is the millennial struggles that we are facing yeah which are different than what you know than what our our moms or grandmas or anyone before experienced because i feel like before you would just go uh you know like if you go to a party or whatever like when you have all the tias and everything like asking you like oh mija y el novio y el novio sigue soltera or whatever and then you're like dude like it's so annoying I feel like I just like it's so annoying to go to those family gatherings and then just people like asking you and now not only do you have that now you go home and then you go online and you see all these things and it's hard not to feel pressured and compare and it's so hard for us especially because I feel like we're both at that age where all of our friends and um even family are at that age like you said that they're getting married they're settling down they're doing this and that so you can sometimes second guess yourself like am I doing the right thing by waiting Mm -hmm. or should I be out there you know trying to get married as well or have a kid so it is definitely a lot of pressure but we like we have always said you know with our podcast and ourselves that social media is just really what people are wanting the only yeah, it's a highlight real yeah. it's only mm-hmm. a little highlight of what people want to show you you don't necessarily know the struggles that they're facing or if they're happy or unhappy um so that's why it's just good to go at your own pace and not let 
other people pressure you into doing something you're not too sure about. Yeah, we know that is definitely way harder done than said. Mm-hmm. Or going, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially being Mexican. And that's why we wanted to create this podcast to share our stories uh, with our amigas out there that feel the same way. You know, it's sometimes difficult being um, from a different culture in a different country because... Yeah. Sometimes you don't necessarily share the same pressures Mm -hmm. from your parents or your own um, community. Yeah, that's why I was saying, like, I feel like we are lucky to be growing up here Mm -hmm. at this time because I feel like um, the way I, you know, I didn't grow up American. I didn't grow up with the American culture, but right now how I'm currently living, I feel like it's way more accepted and way more well-viewed or um, okay viewed, I guess, that I'm focusing on my career or on my hobbies instead of, like, I go home and literally the first thing people ask anytime I go home is like, when are you getting married? And where's the ring? Are you married yet? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just like, chill. Like, I'm doing things at my own pace you know yeah. like I'm enjoying life and it's hard especially like um you know like you mentioned before like going home and seeing my grandma I only see her once a year and she's getting older and like I know one day she won't be here and I do get you know think about like oh like what if I want her to see me married you know and things like that but it's you know you have to think like if at least in my how they how I grew up like I'm going to be married forever, for eternity is what we're told, like, not just when you die. So I'm like, okay, I'll be fine. Like, you yeah. know, if, if she if she misses out of, like, the physical one, like, she'll enjoy it in heaven. I don't know. You know, who knows exactly. if this is true. But I just, like, try not to let all those things get to me because... I think we shouldn't. And we go back to it, marriage being in between two people mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Whether you make a huge party that all your entire family is there and we'll get to what we feel about weddings. Yeah. Um, But if it's just a couple of people or, you know, just the two of you, at the end of the day, it's uh, between two people and that's it. It doesn't matter who approves or doesn't approve if you married at, you were supposed to be married a year ago or now at the end of the day, it's just about two people. And I feel like society needs to like step back and families and parents also need to step back and respect Your our choices, yeah. yeah, our decisions. Like yeah. they need to be respected, and we need to have those difficult conversations with them. Sometimes I know my dad doesn't even ask me anymore. Yeah, know? I'm like, <laughs> I, like thinking, you know how this year changed I feel like this year changed your plans of what you originally had thought of what you wanted for a wedding, just with COVID and yeah. just everything happening. And I feel like I have been, so I have been set for years that if I ever got married, that I wanted to elope. And you know, I can't even imagine what Mexican parents think of eloping, you know? Like, so in Mexican culture, weddings are huge. Like, weddings are a three-day thing. Like, primero que un día que la tamaliza, que con banda, que el siguiente día que nada más con la familia, luego la boda, y luego la torna. Like, todo para pura familia, fiesta, esto, lo otro. So I feel like Weddings are such a big thing um, and such a family thing, you know, surrounded by family and friends in Mexico. Um, and elopements, like, are not, you know, like, I feel like my parents would be like, what? Like, you're going by yourself and we're not going to be there, you know? So I can't, I haven't even mentioned to my parents that that's my idea. Yeah. You know, like, I know I've been, to, I have mentioned before, like, I'm waiting for a ring and hopefully it'll happen soon because I've been with my boyfriend for a while. Um, but... I, I, you know, me and my boyfriend agree on this. Like, we just want to elope and, like, not and do our own thing. So, ugh. and that's great because I also feel like elopements have really evolved 
yeah. in the past mm -hmm. few years. So Porque think, antes era que, que te robabas a la novia y te y ibas, ibas de a, casa a Vegas sí, so, o algo. Quick. And now I feel like it's more about having just an intimate ceremony and like actually... Um, Making it your own. Yes, like actually making it about you and your partner and like surrounding those, I mean, surrounding, uh, just focusing on you guys that day and like on your love and your commitment to each other, which is just like anything, like it's been evolving. Like antes, that, I understand how that would have been seemed not okay, porque antes era como vamos a casarnos escondidas, like let's go yeah. behind. And now it's like, hey, I am getting married, I want to tell you that, but it's still scary to tell them, you know, I haven't yeah. even like told them you that that's my idea. You parents, and, that, and we go back to feeling pressure, because mm -hmm. the pressure comes from wanting approval. Yes. We all yeah. want approval, we want all our parents, we would love for our parents to be like, you're doing the right thing, mm -hmm. huh? Like, we yeah. want that yeah. reassurance. Even though, want... even though I, I'm not, you know, like super close with my parents, it's and I, I Nice. I still want them to be like, oh, yeah, we approve of that, or we like, like how you're doing it, and yes. I know they're not going to like that, you know? I would love that for my parents. Um, if you guys don't know, I am having a small wedding very soon, and when I told them, they kind of looked at me like, okay, like, we're happy for you, but I was expecting such a different reaction yeah. that I felt a little disappointed yeah. and a little hurt, you yeah. know? Uh, at the end of the day, every decision that you make is going to... Like, as long as you're not hurting anyone where you're, with your decisions um, or causing anything bad, you know, like, focus on you. Mm -hmm. um, this is all. I think no one's going to have your back like you. Um, and I think marriage is such a big step. I mean, it's. I don't think it is such a big step, a big commitment. I can. It changes your life. Um, and I think it's such an important decision that you should be uh, confident and happy in whatever you are deciding to do. Um, don't give in to the pressures of society, of your family, of social media. Now that you heard, you know, what we feel about marriage and la, la boda para cuando and the pressure that we feel from our culture, let us know what you think. How do you feel about marriage? Um, if you're already married, what would you change from your wedding? If you had a big wedding, would you've had a smaller wedding? Or if you're planning on not getting married and you deal with these societal pressures, yeah. um, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Adios. Adios. Adios.